Do you have what it takes, or will Marble Madness make you lose your marbles? Marble Madness! Academic pop culture analysis roundtable with drinking and swearing. My name is Christopher Maverick, but you can call me Mav, and I am once again here with Katya and Hannah to talk about Marble League. <laughs> wow, that hurt my ears. Yeah, I feel really bad about that. I did not feel bad. That felt like the correct moment, the correct thing. If you did not adjust your audio accordingly, then. You set it up so uh, well. <laughs> I also invited Stephanie, my wife, back because Wayne is a cold hearted monster and hasn't watched Marble League yet. So I know I have to reevaluate my entire belief system <laughs> about, about Wayne. Wayne and his his ability to appreciate whimsy. Yeah, yeah, we're just gonna have to kick him off the show, I guess. I know. I mean, this is. He's not. He's no longer one of us. <laughs> well, so this is a this is a, a little different of a show because probably in it, this is quite possibly one of the least popular pop culture things that we're going to address. But I think it's good that we've addressed on the show. But I think it's it's clearly growing. It's clearly going to be sweeping the nation and be and be the most important thing ever. You know, hey man, John Oliver's for it. So yeah, <laughs> it's got some I mean, clout. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like if you look at past seasons of the Marble League and this season of Marble League, the production values have gone up quite a bit, I would say. Oh, okay, so hold on, hold on. Because we're, we obviously, we've mentioned it before on the show. We've talked about it on the YouTube channel. I've put up clips a couple of times. But for just, since we're focusing on this, finally, we're focusing on this for the entire show today. Hannah, what is Marble League? The best thing that's ever happened to anyone in any place, <laughs> in any time, in any world, okay. in any parallel universe. Cheesecake! Better than cheesecake! Yes. I don't like, like cheesecake, so sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I will accept this as long as we exclude food stuff. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll do something that no one on this show will disagree with. The best sport that's ever happened to anyone on this planet. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take um, that. Steph might not, but we, we, should, we should really explain what what is yeah, it yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Marble League is part of a YouTube channel called Yells Marble Runs, and it, uh, you know, is a series that is kind of like the Olympics, but for marbles. And if, like someone who will remain nameless um, on the air, but if someone, if, if you think it, like someone in my life, oh, it's just a bunch of marbles rolling around, you are wrong. Uh, <laughs> since 2016, different marble teams have competed in the greatest sports of marbledom, uh, including the Oceanics, which have that Pisces vibe and therefore are the best team. Um, YouTube mm-hmm. channel has recently mm-hmm. received a lot of attention <laughs> uh, because I saw on the blog and we've mentioned sort of uh, last week tonight with John Oliver featured them in a, I guess, less recent, but recent episode on coronavirus where he thought about how coronavirus was like affecting sports and sort of the uh, 
summary of that show is maybe don't force players to play in dangerous environments for money when you can just watch marbles and enjoy the whimsy from a socially distant safe place. Um, mm-hmm. So John Oliver mm-hmm. sponsored yeah. the Marble League. And well, so, it, so so it's clear to people, Marble League existed for years before John Oliver yeah. found out about it. Yeah, yeah. Like 2016, yeah. he did that this year, but this yeah. has been around for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he sponsored the Marble League this year, saving it from not happening, therefore bringing joy and whimsy to our lives. And <laughs> uh, as I mentioned, the production values seem to have gone up a little bit. Team Galactic, I will, my I will link this stuff in the show notes. Yeah. Honestly, it will if you haven't already been exposed to Marble League. It's best to just go watch a couple of yeah. videos and come back. Yeah. yeah I don't like, think you can fully appreciate the the, the weirdness <laughs> and the delight. And honestly, if you see a couple of videos and you still don't appreciate it because you're Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> he's not actually seen it. He's not actually bothered because he's he's like, oh, it's a sport. What do I care? Well, if you haven't bothered oh. like you're Wayne, but then just go. If you're yeah. Wayne and you and oh, you have Wayne. no soul or whimsy in your heart, which is fine. <laughs> Uh, it's not fine let's be for honest. you, but it's fine. Uh, then this may not be the episode for you, and you should maybe like just go curl up with an encyclopedia. Yeah, I hope for Wayne's yeah. benefit. I hope he's just never seen an episode. He's not seen it. Okay, okay, that's yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, he just yeah. he just is not. He's he not. Cannot comprehend yeah. how <laughs> yeah. magical. No, it could I, be. and that's why I say if you if you haven't been exposed to truly appreciate what the hell it is we're talking about, I think you just need to you need to go experience it for yourself and if you don't like it um you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong i, yes. I, you're wrong. I don't know yes. it's 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 fine people are going to be wrong i just don't know that we could i could be friends with you personally because that says something about your character and your soul the new me. litmus test i mean so right. like yeah. even if it's not your favorite thing on the planet it at least tells me like your tolerance for you know goofy shit yeah <laughs> so anyway we we've had, like like the olympics there was a schedule of events this summer and they like the marbles compete to win medals, but the also marbles to, actually happen to, to, you know, they gain, they gained points over the course of the whole league to see who would like win. And also I have to just throw in, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later, but 2018 is also a really good season because it's the winter Olympics. So you have things mm. like curling. Oh, neat. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, really we, cool. can, we can get to that. Uh, but yeah, so I guess maybe we should start with this season because it just wrapped up August 16th, um, two days ago when we were, mm. while we're recording, but mm-hmm. through time travel like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so the wrong team won. Yes. <laughs> but not a hor- but not a horrible team, at least not the worst team won. The worst team is the Rangers. Everybody, everybody agrees. Um, except for our friend Andrew, who um, didn't want to be on this week, so he's wrong. The, <laughs> the, the O'Rangers are the O'Rangers are a horrible team that like is like rooting for the Patriots, and we are against them. But um, it, it was won by uh, established features, who are I guess that's fine. fine. They're fine. Uh, I I have no I have no strong feelings for or against the Savage Beaters. They have, have a nice color scheme, which mm, I appreciate. Mm, 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 mm. I have I, I have, have, my, have my initials, so I like them for that. I, okay, well, there we go. I, I hate to make an argument against them now that you've said that, mm-hmm. but Josh mentioned that they had a similar color scheme to that team in Washington, and now I just can't unsee it, and that's just gonna how that's how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the wonderful team in Washington. It's called the Washington Football Team. That is their official name now. Yes, because all <laughs> football teams are are extremely ethical, and there are no problems in football whatsoever. <laughs> Pandemic no, aside. never. There are never those issues. We, why would you? Why would you even say that? Well, so we all we all picked favorite teams throughout throughout the course of the season. 
which uh, that we rooted for. But um, I, I, I guess I want to start. I, I have a question, which is, and you know, Hannah, you got this a little in the blog. Why do we love this so much? Uh, I mean, yes, it's delightful and whimsical, but but it's not just us. This this isn't this isn't a goof. This isn't like um, this isn't like, hey, let's just do a silly show on something that nobody cares about. I got super invested in this season, and and you know, we we joined the fan group on on Facebook, and everybody who watches this is is super invested in it. Why? Why you know, are we super invested in marbles? So, like a billion years ago, when I was still a guest on this show and not a host, uh, mm-hmm. we did aka or, the before time. Uh, we did an episode on I think the only other sports episode we ever did um, on like uh, Colin Kaepernick and the controversy of the NFL and protests. And I believe Danny Anderson was on that show, and mm-hmm. something that he said has stuck with me, which is that you know sports um, are kind of like going to church. Uh, and I'm sorry, Danny, if I misquote you. Um, sports are like going to church. It's like a collective experience. We, you know, we gather together. We go through certain rituals. We, you know, now now we can go online and share our feelings, which honestly way too many people do about sports teams. And then you calm down. Um, I say on a Marvel League show where I squealed to the point that <laughs> people, well, you know, heard, well, like, you know, but like, yeah, I haven't thought about that, but finish your... But, you know, there, there, there is a, uh, you know, a collective moment in a time, especially right now where we're all social distancing. We've we have like kept in contact. Uh, my family has kept in contact. Josh and I have like spent like our lunches, like the only break we get during the day when we're not working remotely, like watching Marble League, cheering them on, feeling this, you know, feeling again in particular, mm-hmm. a feeling that, you know, I thought had honestly gone away for a while because a lot of the things that would have brought us together, graduation, prom if you're in high school, mm-hmm. people's weddings, sport ev- sporting events, like they're not there in the same way anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you think Marble League came to us at the right time? Marble League came to us when we needed it the most. Not the, it's not the sports league we deserve, but it's the sports league that we need. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I think it's I think it's that, and I think it's also like it is a rare. I mean, we always talk about on this show how like everything is political, everything is ideological, which is true. Mm-hmm. But I think this is like a rare media moment that, like, I think because it doesn't involve people, it doesn't even involve like. I mean, it involves anthropomorphized marbles, which are kind of like made into people in that sense. They do have genders. Right. There are genders. There are names. There are characters Mm -hmm. like, you know, each team has its own like kind of personality through the commentary and things like that. But I think because it's all done by one person and one person that you never really see, really, like it doesn't have. I mean, it's it's a team. It's not just one person, but but I see what you mean. It's not like. Right. Well, well, I think it, like the voice of Greg Woods is what we hear. Yeah, we I guess that's watch. what I meant. Is like that's kind of like who you when I think of Marble League, like as like the person of Marble League. That's what I think of. Even okay, though there so are you, people. You're not talking about gel. You're talking about okay. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Um. But I think like the it's it's kind of like a secluded media environment away from all of the other things we're dealing with. Because even if you look at like I mean, because like I think to Hannah's point, it's like when you look at like team sports right now played by humans. Like there's associations with things like Black Lives Matter, things like are their, per- their personal safety with COVID, which is also running into labor politics and economic politics and exploitation of like particularly student athletes and all these other questions, which are important conversations to have. And sports are really valuable to have those conversations. It's like a useful venue for that. But I think like it makes it like sports aren't escape in the way that I think. 
in this moment in the way that they are in other they can be in other moments um and i also was just thinking about like why as a person who like me personally and also many you know i think hannah is in this boat as well i don't like sports really i don't really care about them i don't really follow them i have nothing really against sports i'm just like meh but I like Marble League, and I think like it's a combination. And I, th- I think it's I think it's definitely the whimsy. It's definitely the fact that it's weird. But I think it's also that question of like I don't have to worry about like you know the team has a racist name. I don't have to worry about like you know how many people in the team are you know, have committed or been accused of domestic violence. Like mm-hmm. they're marbles. I will say I, I I went through a period in my life where I did not care about football. And then I went to an SEC school for college and I was on the newspaper staff and became editor. So I had to learn about sports. So I became somewhat invested in them because like, you know, like sports teams and like what goes on as, you know, Katya's said um, to some degree are like a microcosm of life. Like the labor problems going on in the rest of the country are also being reflected in how student athletes are treated, which is not the show. But, you know, I, I, I became invested in them. I cared. And then like, as you know, you learn more and more about the sports, you feel bad watching them and you have to like mm-hmm. go through a particular angst about watching sports. But I don't feel angst about watching Marble League, but the things I can appreciate about sports, I can appreciate with no ethical quandaries in Marble League. And I also think that Marble League is accessible. Except for the Arrangers, who yeah, are well, definitely <laughs> on, on, on steroids. Well they're the well they're the evil villain that we all root against unless you're Andrew. Um who is a friend of the show, so we can do this, um, I guess. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, also, we can do it because he is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that too. But, you know, I like people who don't like sports can also enjoy Marvel League. Okay, so to look at it the other way, like I am a I'm a I'm a big football fan, especially. I like sports in general. I, I'm I'm an Olympics addict and I didn't have that this year. Um I mean I guess maybe I'll have it next year. We'll see. But Steph, for instance, you I mean you're you don't watch all sports. Like in fact, there's some sports that you think and I know for for a fact for a fact that Stephanie thinks some sports are ridiculously boring and she thinks others baseball. are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, no, she hates oh, baseball. Baseball's but the she, best one. But really? You, but you love mm-hmm. football, right? So I love the Steelers. <laughs> I wouldn't say I love football. <laughs> okay. So so what what makes you be invested in in marble? So okay, well actually wait, why, why do you love the Steelers? Do you love Steelers? You said you don't love football. Is it just it for people who aren't from Pittsburgh, um the yeah. religion of this city yes. is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. It, it, they they are gods among us in many, many ways. I grew up at the right time, <laughs> basically in the right place. Um but, but you didn't grow up with Marble League because unlike me, you have been watching it since you were four years old to worship the great true. Team Galactic. That, you know, but um, <laughs> as we've discussed on the show before. Um, but like, so why? Like, what made you invested in it? In Marble League? Yeah. <sighs> well, a marbles are cute. <laughs> They're small. <laughs> They're cute. And yeah, I like sports in general. OK, well, I shouldn't say that. That's not true. Like I said, I like the Steelers, even though kind of, you know, there's a lot of kind of cognitive conflict going on with like certain players um but i do like tennis and tennis like okay i think tennis is a good comparison with marble league in that tennis isn't tied to a specific city so you're you don't feel like compelled to root for a specific player you sort of have your choice of who you want to root for um based on whose personality you like or whatever it is you like about them Mm -hmm. um so for me i tend to like root for kind of underdogs 
Um, except for maybe Serena Williams. I love Serena Williams. Um, so I, I think like your, I, your favorite tennis players have been like Serena Williams, Steffi Graf. Okay, okay, maybe in, in tennis, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, okay. Well, Serena's getting older now, so I'm finding myself. I actually find myself rooting harder for players as they get older and as the young, you know, upstarts start to come in and challenge them and Those start winning more snappers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, I, I kind of, you know, they, they kind of tend to grow on me over time, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I tend to like them more when they're like at the twilights of their careers. So I guess the same thing, like for Marble League, like it took me a while actually to decide on my favorite team. I had to do kind of like some reading of their wiki pages and I, I still can't really find someone who's perfect. But Midnight Wisps was, I think I, I could identify with them because like they're a little dark and kind of mysterious <laughs> and kind of gothy a little bit is that's my projection onto them <laughs> so definitely had know. a whole process it was i mean it was very yeah. involved so as i'm she actually interested in people yeah how i people mean pick their favorite teams though yeah i mean it was clear i couldn't pick the o rangers because like right off the bat they left a very bad impression on me <laughs> um just because of their sheer like What's the word? They're ostentatious. Yeah, arrogance, ostentatious. The colors. Yeah, wearing like some. They're so bright. You know, come on, watch, see me. You know, but yeah, I. But yeah, being a yeah, fan they're, they're of like, they're like the dude bros with the cut off t shirts at the frat party. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. how I think of a Rangers. Probably with not even like the backwards cap, but the sideways cap. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys. Uh, I, I mean, it, it is. Again, as silly as this is, like she's not lying. None of you are lying. Like it, it, it is just so easy to get invested in this as a you know as an event. Like it was, it yeah. was. Uh, so the first time I'd heard of them was it was before John Oliver. I'd, I'd actually watched a couple of them when I I ran across the meme at the very beginning of the pandemic. If, if you guys remember, the pandemic started right as the basketball season was getting like we were we were right right about to get into March Madness when everything shut down in America. And, and I remember, March I think, Madness. yeah, uh, March Madness for for Katya and other non sports fans is a basketball I tournament. I know what March Madness <laughs> is. I in fact live in college towns. She well, went anyways, to she went to Duke she, for seven years. You I know, know. I, I know. <laughs> but but yeah. it would have been great if you'd gone to Duke for seven years and yet had just never encountered March Madness as a thing. <laughs> like actually, what? my favorite thing was Do one time I had. The, the weirdest sports encounter I had when I was living in Durham was I went to go get my like something checked in my car and apparently it was like the day after Duke had won some giant championship and I think I had like a parking pass or something like in my window for Duke which is they knew I was a student or well grad student and they're like oh congratulations and I was like for what <laughs> and he's like you guys just won like the biggest championship in all of basketball and I'm like oh right yes <laughs> the sport Sports ball. Uh-huh. Thanks. Yeah, I totally knew what you were talking about. I had no idea. Yeah, I still don't entirely sport. know what he was talking about, but I, I assume that you went to no no games in Cameron whatsoever. Oh no, that would involve effort on my part, and because getting tickets is a pain, and I'm like, other people will appreciate these tickets far more than I will, and I would have to actually like take time on my day to get them. I don't know too much effort. Our first year, I also went to an undergrad <laughs> where like I went to the University of Illinois at Chicago, which is the opposite of a sports school. Yeah, well, 
Uh, the the uh, for our first year, Mississippi State played against Duke in the women's basketball playoffs. So I got tickets and I went and I saw one of my former colleagues from afar who was covering the event and also got made fun of by a professor in the English department for rooting for the wrong team. No, <laughs> I rooted for the right team. Thank you very much, sir. I'm, well I'm, done. I'm just trying. To, <laughs> I, I, I'm just Try, trying to get over the fact that Katya was in the school that won the 2015 NCAA championship tournament and did not know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? You just didn't you. Why does this surprise you, though? I don't follow any sports. My, the only reason I know who, like, in any given year, I would know who's on the team is because they were, like, often in one of my classes. Right, right. True. They, they, like, they I know the, them as they students. They were the world who, champions, and, and someone had to tell you. As you were but anyway, uh, yeah, so, but, but that's exactly the point, though. You are that little invested in sports. But you. Yeah, but Marble League is great. Yeah, that's kind of like. I think it's also because <laughs> it's Marble, League, <laughs> Marble League demands. I think part of it is also Marble League is intuitive in a way that not all sports are. Because, like, there are certain sports that you can watch, I think, and not know the rules and not know things about them. Like, for example, like, I, of any of the, like, sort of, like, spectator sports I enjoy watching, lacrosse is probably the closest because my brother grew up playing in high school. So I know the rules mm -hmm. and I know, like, what's good, what's bad. Like, I know what's going on without it being, like, I have to, like, pay attention really, really, like, hard. Whereas, like, and, like, football is kind of like that. Like, football, I think, is, like, slightly more intuitive just because we're exposed to it so often. But oftentimes when I'm watching, like, this, like, like athletic events like i don't i don't know the teams i don't know the rules i don't know like i'm not part of that culture sufficiently to really understand what's going mm -hmm. on i don't think i really understood sporting culture until i moved to chicago for college mm -hmm. because like chicago as you may as as listeners may be aware is a bit of a sports town um and Can it's kind of oh god the bears the balls the you're, you you're, the you're forgetting the white socks Excuse me, we do not talk about the White Sox in my house. Okay, so I just want to see if she I actually. Don't give a crap. I was just curious if she could actually, if you, if you could actually do the team. So I, I'm impressed. No, 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 no. I'm aware of like my dad is from from the South Side of Chicago, which is ironic because we cheer for a North Side team. So for those who are not from Chicago, the Cubs are the like, North North Side, Sox are South Side. Generally mm. speaking, my family's from the South Side, but my dad is a Cubbies fan. Therefore, I am a Cubbies fan. Otherwise, I will be sacrificially uh, <laughs> murdered. Um, and also, every time that there is baseball, you know, beef, um, there is a rift in my family because my aunt's daughter, my, so my cousin, words, um, <laughs> <laughs> she she is a White Sox fan because her father is white. It's 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 a thing. I do I watch baseball? No, but I am a Cubbies fan by birth. <laughs> okay, so in a roundabout way, you, you sort of demonstrated, you know, where you are with 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 sports knowledge. But you even said that, like, like you don't necessarily understand how other sports work. But did you really understand how all the? I mean, some of the marble league events are are, are really obvious, right? Like, you know, like. But I think you can these... appreciate them without having to understand. Like, I, I I think the thing is though, it's like I think the difference is that. To me, like Marble League is much more like the Olympics mm -hmm. than it is like no, like other forms of sports. Because I think like the Olympics is something that everyone, even if you're not a sports fan, because like I watch the Olympics and I generally mm -hmm. enjoy it, or at least certain events, even though I'm not invested in those same like like n 
no one or at least very few people I know who like flip like flip out about like for example like figure skating. I know a lot of figure skating. <laughs> right, but like most of the people that I like in my circle that like flip yeah. out about figure skating, which I mostly mostly watch for the costumes because hello. Um and it looks cool. But like a lot of people that watch those that like really flip out about it during the Olympics don't watch it other than that like the Olympics every four years. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. There are a lot the the Olympics give the the Olympics are the time that a lot of minor sports get the most exposure they're going to get for the next 48 months. That is right, absolutely, like curling, that is true. you know, mm-hmm. like things that things that you have to tune I, in at like 3 a.m. to watch in a normal right. well, you have to You have to seek them out, whereas like football right. is just there all the time. And I think like for me, it's that I think the difference for me is is that like the Olympics and like Marble League, they're like, I don't know, for some reason, and I don't know why, I honestly don't know why this is Mar- Marble League. I don't have to be part of like the overall cultural conversation or the fandom to get it and enjoy it. If that makes sense. Like I, you know, even though I'm now a member on the Marble League, like Facebook page, like I don't need to go on the fan page or like read the wiki to enjoy. Like the first time I watched Marble League, I was just like, after, you know, Hannah and Mav like made me, I just basically sat there and giggled for, you know, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Which is not a, a, a normal Conti response to a sporting event. Aside from being whimsical just to watch it. I mean, it, it, it it's delightful to watch, but also, I mean, yeah. There is something inviting about the fan culture. Um, it's, uh, we've been, you talked about the Facebook group and we've been pursuing it. Steph has been very into the Facebook group lately. You actually look at it a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. It pops up on my feed and yeah. I'll read it and comment every once in a while. Yeah. And, um, but um, one thing that's been great about the Facebook group is there are people who've been watching this for four or five years now. And they are, you know, they, there is sort of a, a little bit of, oh, well, you know, we're the original fans. But unlike others, other sports that I've encountered, it, it, they are very welcoming. You know, uh, uh, like like we, we talked about the, the you know, we, we talked about the old Rangers compared them to the Patriots. And one of the things that that's one of the reasons people hate the Patriots is because the Patriots, frankly, are smarmy and too good. And really, it, it's not fun to root for the Patriots because they just always win. And, it's like rooting and, for Alabama. You it, don't do it. it it's like. It's it's like just rooting for the United States of America. Like it's well, not it's just, hard to get people. It's not interesting it, it, anymore. Yeah, it's just, it's it, and also it's there's just like, a little oh. badness associated with it. In yeah, a way. and 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 the, the same thing was true. The same thing was true of the Bulls in the early nineties, right? Like, oh, you're a Bulls fan. How hard is it to root for the team that has Michael Jordan on it? Ooh, you know, mm-hmm. like there, like, it was just sort of a like there. It was sort of a there were a lot of Bulls fans who didn't watch basketball before Jordan. And once Jordan left, they didn't come back. Now, there are a lot of true Bulls fans in Chicago. I'm not saying that the Bulls have no fans, but there were a lot of people who were just, oh, yeah, number 23, Michael Jordan. And that, that was it. Right. So Marble League, to my experience, hasn't been like that. You know, the people who are there mm-hmm. are just happy to have their community represented. Oh, good. You enjoy this thing that I enjoy. Um, it, it is. And we were talking a little about this, but uh, about this off air. Marble League has yet to be touched by any sense of toxic fandom of which I can tell. It's just right. it is just which is not pure. just which is not just rare. And like you're talking about, like being more welcoming the sporting things. But I also approach it from like, I imagine that the average Marble League watcher also overlaps heavily with like general Internet nerddom. And I imagine, but I don't I don't know. I just I, I imagine right. they do. But I don't know. Right. Like making making some assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, which to be fair are assumptions. Like, 
But yeah, like the same toxic, like the same like toxic culture that, for example, is like in the gaming community, whether it's analog or video games or I mean, even like I was saying before the show, like the knitting and sewing community, once again, your previous episode is popping off again with all kinds of trash. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Marble, like Mar- basically Marble League is like less controversial than a bunch of ladies with knitting needles. And it's like a quarter of the Internet that's like wholesome and good and like. I, I hope it remains that way because we don't have those many that many corners of the internet like that. So here's one thing that I noticed about Marble League when when we when we all got really invested in it. Um, St- Stephanie and I we 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 legit spent just a night reading entries from the Marble League wiki page to, to each other. <laughs> like we sat there, it's like, oh, this is great. And one thing that we noticed is that marbles have gender. Um, I, uh, they I do find that interesting. They very specifically refer to marbles. Um, as he or she or they there are some there are several marble marbles from the marble league who are who are clearly you know designed to be non-binary gendered but the page doesn't make a big deal of it the page doesn't make a big deal of the fact that there are female marbles competing against male marbles it is just it's just part of the character of each marble and as far as i can tell this bothers no fan of the entire league. <laughs> like there, there, there is, I mean, and yes, I get that they're just marbles, right? I get that. But if you go back to our previous episodes that we've talked about, like gender studies in relationship to comics and like the trans cosplophobia uh, um, episode, the, the extent to which some fans get bothered by, um, by gender issues that don't conform to their preconceived notions of, you know, what the right way to be male and female are in the comics community or in the video game community is really any community, insane, right? Yeah. Um, there's as we as we record this three days ago, Disney announced Disney announced that they are going to have a cartoon on um, a, a children's cartoon that they're which will feature their first bisexual protagonist. Is it male or female? I was wondering. Uh, I believe the, the protagonist is going to be female, and people are losing their shit over this. There are people who are just furious. How how are you going to show this to kids? How are you going to? It's like just get over yourself. Don't just if you really care, don't let your kid watch Disney Channel. You know, if you're if you're really worried that the Disney Channel is the is the worst thing for your children, sorry, go find something else. But like we don't have that that kind of person in Marble League, as far well, as I can tell. Okay, I hate to. So it, one of the reasons it took me so long to find a team to root for mm-hmm. is because I actually wanted to find one that had like a gender neutral captain. Uh-huh. I haven't. I haven't found that. But but it's but, but you're not complaining. But you're not complaining. No no no. I'm not. Com- yeah, it's a different right. issue. I'm not complaining about it. I and actually, like, I don't know if you saw on the um, fan the Facebook fan page. Okay, well, you should put this up because this was the thing you you did. What you, the, you forwarded the call for comments on the. Uh, I did see, but so our call for comments. Oh. You, post, you post it to the JMR fan page, and what what were you going to say? You were going to talk about the comment. Oh no, sorry, it wasn't actually a comment on that. Mm-hmm. What I posted, but someone, um, I guess the um, daughter of someone who posted i guess they're also a a marble league fan but they drew pictures it was there's adorable pictures of their representations of the different captains of the teams including the midnight wisps um i think the o-rangers were were there too but then that kind of like i couldn't help but notice that they were there was only one like who looked like 
female gender identified, let's say. Mm-hmm. And that kind of bothered me. And I, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, you know, to cause like controversy. <laughs> so, so you're mad at a child is what you're no, saying. No, no, I'm not mad at the <laughs> child at all. But they they have like you, like we were talking about, they have, you know, they talk about their their genders in their their bios. Well, so assuming they've read the wiki, wiki page, it's a kid. you know. I think they have. Oh, OK. So anyway, so where were you? So 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 are, are you saying are you saying that you think it's uh, are you saying I think that? Yeah, I think females are underrepresented in team leadership in the league. Okay, so, so Stephanie is, is adding controversy to Marble League. <laughs> I hate to be the one. You can cut this whole thing out. No, no, no. It's, a, it's an interesting question, though, because oh. I, I well, OK, so do you think it's important to have that at all? To have female representation? Have genders for the marbles. Oh, te- um, hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I mean, like, I think everyone here has talked about we all kind of naturally just like impose our own beliefs and anthropomorphize the marbles on our own. So maybe it isn't necessary at all. Maybe they can have names. But then I don't know, maybe it can be up to us and our imaginations to fill in the rest, Hmm. which is honestly kind of how I think one of the things until you brought that up, I don't think I explicitly like in my brain processed that they had gendered pronouns. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it just literally was like, oh, that's Razzy. Yep. Obviously, the marble is doing a thing. Like, I, I think it just like doesn't because I think that's the interesting thing about the way that they are anthropomorphized. Like, they're still very obviously and referred to as marbles. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not anthropomorphized in the way like Donald Duck is, where it's like Donald Duck is a bipedal, basically like simulacra for a human duck. Mm-hmm. Whereas the marbles are just marbles. Like, they're, they're never they're, talked to, at least like, I, there are not instances that immediately come to mind of like oh. them being. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Um, I, Greg Woods has referred to the gender, like he or she, right. uh, of the marbles. Yeah, but, they, but, yeah. but I guess what not, I mean is that like, that doesn't fingers. register. They don't have faces. It's oh, not, yeah, yeah, true. Like, yeah, it's like, I, duck's basically like, human. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. And I think, I think because of that, like, what, even though, like, the, like, they are referenced as with gendered pronouns, like, it doesn't entirely register in my brain, mm, okay. which just might be, that might say more about my brain than about anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, I don't really think of, cause I, I don't think I could remember. And I guess maybe this is because I haven't read the bios and stuff, cause I've kind of done that intentionally. Mm-hmm. But just watching Marble League without that, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, at least for me, it doesn't make up a sufficient part of my experience for it to really be notable. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting oh, that, oh. like, you can both enjoy it, though, regardless of it. Yeah. Well, on the other on the other hand, um, you know, you can you can enjoy um, Marble League by like greater in some ways by knowing the backstory to paint on what the backstory of your team is, because uh, which, by the way, the Oceanics are captained by a female team ocean uh, team leader. Ocean um, is the captain of the team. But if you if you know the history and like you, you can get some of this just by watching all the seasons of Marble League, you know that ironically, the Oceanics are historically bad at water events so if you mm-hmm. watch the 2019 marble league which the oceanics posted <laughs> uh, a, a youtube channel mav and i at least watch um called stethosaurus dinosaurus has a lot of marble league videos that also incorporates a lot of sports commentary and that marble league channel while very funny does not think a lot of the oceanics and has called them garbage multiple times Aww. which I disagree because if you have that Pisces vibe, you'll never be garbage. Um, <laughs> but you know, like the idea that an ocean team doesn't know how to swim, also like famously is like the team that fired their captain. Uh, no, not captain. Sorry, fired their coach. Um, the coach. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Misspoke. They fired their coach. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, and they even like got a new motto, which made me like them more because now it's ride the wave instead of talking about tide, which like tide is a little too close to roll tide for me. And that's just a big no. Um, but you know, like for Katya, that's an Alabama reference to works. <laughs> <laughs> like, you try going home for Christmas and having a certain branch of your family just say roll tide every five seconds. It gets very annoying. Um, <laughs> I will not say more, but they'll listen to this and they'll be annoyed. Um, but you know, like, but you know, there, there is just something wonderful about rooting for a team that's like not recently done great. And like also for most of the 2020 Olympics wasn't doing super good. And then suddenly sand mogul race out of nowhere, first place gold. <laughs> Just like I, I've gotten so invested in this. Like you have to feel sorry for Josh, um, because like I watch Marble League, like I used to watch football, which involves laugh screaming and far more um, creative language than I use on this show. And he, <laughs> if you thought I broke your eardrums at the beginning of the show, well, after they won the gold, that was just. It was amazing. It was like cheering for Mississippi State all over again because, you know, you you don't have anyone who believes in you. Your mm-hmm. funds might not be as great as anyone else. You might not have the history of the O-Rangers, but you, you're starting over. You're looking to, like, build your way up. And, you know, like, people like might say, oh, like, it's not a redemption story because they didn't, like, do that well. But you know what? In in sports, you, like, sometimes need a rebuilding year and, <laughs> you, you know, you got to keep going and you do a little better each time. I will say and so. it means more. It means more when you win like this. <laughs> Who wants to be a savage speeder? They've won twice now. What's the fun in rooting for a winner? <laughs> so just as a, as, a, as a camaraderie thing, you were talking about, you know, the fact that you can discuss it with your family and friends and stuff. So this is this is absolutely true. Um, Stephanie and I have been watching them, them together. Um, we've been, you know, we look forward to them and we watch them on. And sometimes we'll watch all old, old you know, old episodes, old seasons or the Marbula races or, you know, there's there's other there's other events besides Marble League on, on the channel. Um, but the night that um, the night that the San that the San Mogo race came out, um, we watched it and we were both of us were legit so happy for you. Um, and then like I went, you know, I, I, I went to like text you about it. And then there was a note already. I had a text from you saying that, oh, that you weren't watching it. I guess you or I guess Josh was busy and you guys were waiting together to you guys were watching him together, which I think is a lovely couple thing to do. You know, you're you're, you're saving it and, and, you know, you don't want to watch it without each other. But you didn't watch it for like two damn days. <laughs> and we're just like, and we're just like, oh, my God. Hannah's team has won. Like essentially, I, I, essentially, they were on the, on the cusp of being eliminated. I mean, <laughs> like they were like, and like, and they and they 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 got the gold, and like and like, I literally felt bad that I couldn't talk to you about it for like forty eight hours. <laughs> and that's like, like it was just like, and then you're, and then like suddenly you're like, guys, guys. I'm like, yeah, I know they won. It was two days ago for me. What, what are you doing? <laughs> I I've been trying to be a better girlfriend as. You might know from a previous show where we talked about this. Uh, sometimes <laughs> I've gone behind Josh's back and watched certain things and then lied to his face about it. He's not going to listen to this. It's fine. I can admit to this. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is way worse than what you're actually talking about, by the way, just based off of this. You take these sentences out of context. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. She's not, she's not talking about cheating. She's literally talking about watching TV shows without it. <laughs> <laughs> 
So some people know. <laughs> yeah, no, like I think they know, and I believe on the you show know, where we talk media about this, infidelity. Someone, someone said that this is worse than cheating, which I I don't think is actually true. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry for watching The Good Place without you. Sometimes, Josh, if you listen to this, uh. <laughs> I mean, but do you rewatch them with him? Yeah, yeah, I pretend like I oh, haven't okay. seen it before. That's fine. <laughs> I, I accept that. Yeah, I just pretend like I haven't seen it before, and um, yeah, um, but you know, like he watched like six seasons of Game of Thrones without me. Not that I care. We all know how I feel about that show. Um, so it's all even? Question mark. Um, anyway, the Oceanics did not bad. They did not do as badly as the Balls of Chaos, which is the other team we cheer for in this house. Oh. Is that Josh's team? Yep. So I wanted to know. So we okay. So Steph talked a little bit about how she picked your team, her team, and Hannah, you picked yours because Pisces. Yes, but like so and blue. I, I'm I'm curious, Mav. Like, how did you? Because your team Galactic, right? Yes. So like, how did you? I'm interested in how people pick their teams because I feel like it's different than how we pick our teams for like normal sports. I, it's usually like a national affiliation or like a city affiliation yeah, or like I'm you know so, we think someone looks cute or something. I don't know. And 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 it was. <laughs> It was it was weird because um, I, I certainly didn't go through the involved level of process that that um, Stephanie or Hannah did. Uh, I, I don't know why you think I went through an involved process. I said that's blue and they got that Pisces vibe. That is not involved anyway. OK, <laughs> I didn't go through the involved process that Stephanie did, nor um, re- rely on astrology. Um, what I did <laughs> was um, I like typically um, you know, like I, I I probably am mostly bound in in real life sports. Um, um, I'm I'm a fan of several Cleveland teams, except for football, where I'm a fan of the Steelers. Not because I live in Pittsburgh now, but because um, because I grew up in the '70s and um, the Steelers were the I, and, and essentially you were a Steelers fan or you're a Dallas fan. Yeah, and your you, mom was a Steelers. My fan, mom was right? a Steelers fan. Um, and even though we were from Cleveland, um, my younger brothers are both Cleveland Browns fans and you know, it's sad and mm-hmm. feel bad about that. Um, but <laughs> they're, they're, well, they're younger. So uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, they're younger. They um, just don't know yet. Yeah. They didn't know the glory. No, of the they're, 70s. Old, they're old enough now. They just, they, you know, eventually you just get used to being a loser. You just, you, you, you. <laughs> no, but, well, and all, but you know, and we're OSU fans for, you know, um, uh, th- there's a, so a lot of it's regional. Um, my favorite. But what does OSU I, mean to you? Because I feel like we're talking about. I have a different association with OSU. Yeah. Okay. If you're a sports fan, OSU is Ohio State. Okay. <laughs> I'm from Oregon. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I, 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 once you said that, I realized that it's like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> yes. For for in, in the world in the world of sports, OSU is Ohio State. <laughs> um, um, especially with football. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so um, they're. But it, it, you know, the teams aren't regionally based like that. And I wasn't going to just pick like if I was just going to pick the Steelers colors, all, all Pittsburgh sports teams are black and gold. But but I didn't I didn't feel right about the uh, about the Bumblebees. I, I just it just didn't. You know, I looked at it. And it's just like it's, eh. you do seem like the Hufflepuff Hufflepuff of Marble League and you are not yeah. a Hufflepuff kind of guy. Right. Right. Well, depends well, on. I mean, I, I like Hufflepuff a lot. Hufflepuff's the stoner mm. house. I'm, I'm a big fan of them. Um, anyway. that's, that's, that's fair. Um, but, um, 
But like classically, my own personal favorite colors are black and red. Um, so and Stephanie's looking; she knows that. Like, it's, uh, yes, like I uh, learned from that the newlywed game that I failed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we played. We we, we went on. We, we we went on. We went on a vacation thing and played the. I thought played, it was purple. <laughs> and play, played the newlywed game against um against against other couples at like a at like a. I mean, it was like a honeymoon kind of place in the Poconos, and they were just doing an entertainment, and Stephanie. Um, did the worst of yeah. Anything. I thought I won, but then I won being in the at being the worst. Yeah, um, I mean that's the kind of winning. You know, I mean to be to be fair, we'd only been together for twenty <laughs> years. Um, How can you pay attention for that long? Come on. <laughs> and and she like, has oh. a point. Uh, well, it's great. It's great because because it, it, then you know she we, we knew all the questions and we'd come home and I don't know why I'm telling the story but we were asking other people and you know because Stephanie's like well you know who, who would who would know Mav's favorite colors <laughs> and like everybody she asked is like black and red. Yeah, I would have at least gotten black. I think <laughs> I probably would have. I don't know if I would have gotten red. You, I don't know. You are. You do have purple on your shirt right now. I uh, want to point like, out the shirt that I'm wearing right now does have purple writing on it by coincidence. Um, but it, but anyway, so it's like she's like purple. Um, and I think she just she knows I'm a Prince fan. Yes, but like no, that's not, but no, it's it's black and red. Like she's seen me. My my professional wrestling outfit was black and red. You know, was, that's yeah, what I would have guessed. That was I think that's the only reason I would have even gotten remotely close. Yeah, it's just like um, oh yeah, I know that picture from Mav and wrestling. Yeah, so so um. Is that so, going to the show notes question mark? <laughs> but I didn't but I didn't care for I, I didn't care for for the speakers. So I started reading them and and then like what it what it really came down to was I liked the sound of the name. I was just going through all the teams and I liked the sound of the name for Team Galactic. And then I pulled them and it's like, I like that logo. And then the marbles were kind of cool looking. Like I like the spacey look to them. And you know, like the hazers were too solid. It was just, like I just kind of like yeah. I like the look of them. So it really was kind of a visual thing. So then, of course, I went and like Stephanie, I I, I read the bio of uh, you know of all the marbles and stuff. And I was like, no, no, none of this offends me. I'm 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 into this, and and that's what it. So so I didn't check everybody the way she did before beforehand, but a lot of it was just sort of the aesthetic, and it just it just felt like the right time, the right team to me. But what's odd about it is like you know when we when we first started, it was almost kind of a joke. It's like oh well, I'm gonna need a favorite team if I'm if I'm if I'm gonna watch this two weeks in, and I'm massively invested uh, to the point that like you know like things get close on in like a race, and all of a sudden I can't even sit down. I'm standing up and I'm pacing around the room. It's like come on, come on, like especially on like uh, on like a long thing like the like like the like the marathon races or or the uh, the, the aqualathon or anything. And I'm like come on, come on just a little more and you're just like super invested in stuff and it, it especially for my team like you know and i you know and i really do find myself cursing the o-ranger fuck you guys come on there's, there's a there's a lot of that that goes on that just just because it, it, it became very real to me it is real yeah it's the realest thing we have, in fact, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. And I think like it's the I'm, only sport, if, yes. Yeah. If if Steph's team collection is like one extreme of like committed research, I'm the opposite where I'm like I I I'm I'm with Mav when the I picked the pretty colors and the aesthetic. I also like because mine so I'm torn. I'm torn between the Raspberry Racers. They have a very nice logo. But my other one, I think I think the Raspberry Racers are starting to win out, even though my other favorite team, I think that's my second, is the uh Minty Maniacs. Mm-hmm. Even though they did better in the twenty twenty league. Um 
And it's mainly because I think that the individual marbles on the Raspberry Racers, I, I enjoy, they're more alliterative and that amuses me more mm-hmm. in addition to being pretty color. And as I mentioned in, our, in one of our previous episodes, I would, I also get to like wear a Raspberry Beret. Hmm. And yes, Mav, I know about the fucking <laughs> song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. I, I did want to. That wanna... was the entire point. I know. Shows were fun when we pick on each other. There was um looking at the JMR posts um because Stephanie had posted the call, our call for comments in theirs and one comment I I thought was was um was really interesting. Paul Fuller said that one of the things that he likes about the show is that there is feedback amongst the fans about certain events being more or less exciting or needing improving. Collision today for uh, so Collision is one of their events. Collision today, for example, was more complex and unpredictable than in previous years and safer for the athletes. And what he's getting at is that the producers of the show also read the fan group. And he likes that. And I think this is a really good point. People make suggestions about how they think it can be better. And the team that produces the show, they respond. And sometimes they do take those suggestions into account. And I do think that there's... um. I think that that sort of builds like this camaraderie between the fans and the producers where, you know, there's a sense of investment in it because like, I mean, I I think that if you could literally just suggest to the NFL, here's a way that I would enjoy the show more and (laughs) and it just happened. That would be kind of neat. That would be. (laughs) So I mean, or for example, like if things like D and D, which we will talk about in a future episode, actually listen to their fans, which Mm -hmm. they famously do not. (laughs) Well, so, so, I mean, I think there's, there's something to be said for that. I, I think that you know, things like podcasts like this one or YouTube shows, um, you know, we're obviously smaller than something like the NFL, right? But, um, but I do think that even, even beyond that, there are just the comic books have a long history of this or, or, you know, of, and lots of other serialized media, serialized novels had this too. Yeah. Going back to the Victorian period where people write letters and sometimes that can affect the show, can affect the text, can affect the, the, um, the book, the comic, because people, you know, have, having a sense of immediacy where you feel like if you become invested in it, the creators will respond to you. I think there's something to be said for that. I mean, I think that, that that's, you know, true of like a lot of collaborative media online now, because like we, I mean, we literally send out a call for comments for almost every episode we do, uh, mm-hmm. unless it's like a game. Um, and even then, we like ask people to try and predict how the box office game is going to go. No one saw this year coming. Um, <laughs> and I'm still, I'm still, I might make it, guys. I might I mean, make it. I, I am actually edging up on you. There were box office results this week. But but what if I make it? You're, you're probably, I mean, you're almost, I don't think that I'm going to be able. This is my one chance, Mav. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my I, one I, chance I to ever win a box office game no, in my entire well, life. But, it, but it's going to be exciting because you're far enough ahead of me that like, like I'm trying to catch up on like, so for instance, um, what people don't realize is when you say domestic in America, you say domestic, this I'll leave in because it actually is relevant to our, to our show overall. So pausing for Marvel League just to talk about our box office show. And if you haven't listened to our box office shows, you absolutely should go back and listen to them. Um, domestic box office for um, the United States is actually for United States and Canada. It's the North American box office. It doesn't include Mexico. Mexico counts as a foreign market. Canada counts as a domestic market. It's complicated. Canada theaters opened a week ago. Now, they're only open to a very small uh, to to a to they're 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 open to a smaller amount of people than they normally would be. So 
there's money trickling in like a hundred thousand dollars here, a hundred thousand dollars there. And American drive-ins have been open and, Mm -hmm. and some American theaters are opening up this week. So literally Katya's got like a lead right now, a lead of like $30 million. And like, I made like a hundred thousand dollars. So like, like it's possible that I can trickle my way up and catch her, but it's going to be really hard. And she's oh. got movies remaining too. Guys. I, just, I just literally want to win a thing because literally a hist- <laughs> like, like I, I want to win a film related thing because literally the only way it could happen <laughs> is in a year where there's a historically unprecedented series of disasters. Guys, guys, <laughs> yeah. guys. Marbles? No. Well, yes, but first, do you know what still has its opening date, which is this Friday? Uh, this Friday is new. Not this Friday. Well, new, this Friday, this, as yeah. people listen to yeah, this. Yeah, as people listen is, to the show. As you listen to the show, this Friday is the opening of New Mutants. Yep. It's happening. I, and, <laughs> like, part of Part of me is wondering if I can like, you know, because because theaters in theoretically theaters in Pittsburgh might open and I'm kind of afraid to go to them. And part of me wants to like book a middle of the day, go out there hoping that I'm the only one in the theater. Oh, you're not going to be. People are going to go out. <laughs> yeah, people are going to go yeah, out. I'm, yeah, I'm very scared. I don't want to. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, don't, go to the, don't, don't go to the movie yeah. theater. Watch Stay 2018 home. Watch Marble League. Reruns. Yeah. Watch 2018 Marble League. Watch them curl. Watch them skate. Watch. Yeah, I will really want to see the Winter Olympics. That'll be oh, awesome. It's, it's so good. Mm. I really we'll like have to tell our. We'll have to tell Jackie, our curler friend, about about this. <laughs> like, like actually, if you want to take a fan suggestion, bring back the Winter Marble Olympics. I loved it I, so much. I want to. I want I, to bring up one one last thing. Oh, Steph- I hope it's the thing that I'm hoping you'll bring up. Well, you if it's not about Greg too, Woods, then I don't want to talk about. Yes, yes, that's it. Steph mentioned Greg Woods yes. briefly when she was talking. So Greg Woods is the he's the commentator for Marble League and he makes the show because I think that's one of the things that also makes it that makes it so delightful. Isn't just watching the Marble, the marbles. What I love about it is you've got this commentary voice that takes it so seriously. It's so (laughs) funny. That's what you can have in a real sport that you have with this is you can like the anthro like the seriousness of the anthrop- uh, Thank you. Nobody can say that except for you guys. Um, yeah, that- <laughs> it's a college word that we studied. Just I, like, I read it. I read it all the time. Just I just don't say it out loud. So <laughs> it's okay. I'm really bad at phonics, which is why I shouldn't be on a podcast. It's, fine. it's been a long it's been not only a long day and already a long week on a tuesday it's just been a long year our brains aren't functioning anymore it's fine yeah but yeah but how he does that just makes the show like hysterical his voice is perfect for it very yeah, mm-hmm. good broadcasting voice yeah. yeah he has the greatest broadcasting voice and like he's like his like imparting strategies to the marvels that you wouldn't think of is just hysterical and i hope that magic never ends like <laughs> well but i mean it's it's also i mean it's it's a, it's a weird mix of him talking about the real physics of like he'll actually if he mm-hmm. if he's saying you know what you're going to see here is you're going to see team galactic come up, come up and draft behind the midnight wisp and and you know they're they're really conserving some energy mm-hmm. so it's a, it's a mix between how physics actually works and then he'll also just say stuff like well you know you know they're going all out here but they've got another heat and they might want to save some of that energy <laughs> you know he mm-hmm. talks about them both like they're like like their aspects of just you know, maybe that's what makes it so funny is like physics. mixing it up so you don't settle mm-hmm. on like one perspective of looking at it like yeah. 
from a purely marble physics perspective. Yeah, he he just dives uh, in. He like, mm -hmm. and he he knows sports. Like, I I might have like found him on Twitter. Oh, Um, are you stalking him? Are you have you doxed this man? No, you can't (laughs) dox. You can't dox someone. Like, he's a public figure, which you can follow via the Marble League Twitter account. And he has a public blog, which actually, like, uh, like isn't updated as often as, like, Mav's blog. But, I mean, honestly, whose blog is? Um, yeah. And... I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not updating as much as I used to. But yeah, I'm, but I'm you're busy. you stuck with blogging longer than I've stuck with most things. But but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah he, but like he, you've been blogging longer than you've been writing a dissertation, my dude. Right, yeah. and, and it's slowed down considerably since the dissertation is the problem. Yeah, yeah but he, dissertation. He has a really interesting background that actually makes him an interesting person to do this. I said interesting too many times, but whatever. Uh, he is he like does like motorsport F one journalism, and he also like he also has a master's of public health. So like his last blog post was like talking about the fact that back in March they canceled some of the big races, um, car sports. I don't know anything about car sports, um, but you know he like he he takes like you know that like sports knowledge I think and like turns it into something serious in the Marble League that like you know does make it interesting for people who are very into like the numbers and like thinking about how like sports events are run while also making it approachable and funny for those of us who do not care about all of these things um mm-hmm. so I, I I did color commentary for wrestling for a while it it is it is non-trivial there's a lot that goes into trying to be interesting on the air while you're talking about the action that's occurring in front of mm-hmm. it's not just it's not oh. as easy as just saying what's going on so it- He's it seems it. actually extremely difficult to me. I would probably just sit there and start banging my head against the desk if I had to do that. I'm not. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it is it, it is a gift, and and I and for me, he's one of the things that just really, really makes mm-hmm. me enjoy it. Um, so I the production value on it is, you know, when we saw this, we were just like, in fact, I you know going back just to peek behind it when when Hannah and I started talking about it when John Oliver featured it and and we're like we have to do a show on this he's like we, we can make Katya watch <laughs> it was just like it's just like which is what we said on the show you know it's like this is the most Katya piece of media ever and you're like eh, which it's is sport. I was like no 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 it's sport without people you know yeah. <laughs> which is is I I stand by that I mean it's I don't get as like cheering. I don't. I don't do the like cheering thing as as much as you guys do. I think just because I'm not a cheering kind of person. I, I sit there calmly with my knitting. I watch my marble league <laughs> with my knitting. The controversial my knitting. Because I'm, you know, a 30 year old grandma apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've been knitting and watching TV since I was 12. So this is not new. This is not an aging thing. This is just a Katya is an internally old person in some ways. Um, and I think the other thing that I find, I think it's also like, I find it. So on top of like Katya appreciates a good whimsy. I think the other thing about it that fascinates me is it's, it's a media, it's, it's an, it's an event that like, I think only really makes sense on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like there's been a like, weird TV shows, especially when I think back to like some historical, like one-off TV shows from like the dawn of television. Like there were similarly like, weird things or like live puppet shows and stuff like that that would get televised, which like now would be considered very odd. But like there are probably similar things that have happened in history before in some way. Like I'm not saying it's unprecedented, but I I, I really think this is like this is like a weird thing that only because it's so niche. Mm-hmm. You can't. This is not something that like e- like that I think would have ever really made it onto bro- like any kind of like broadcast or cable television. Even though it's a thing that I think like absolutely should exist. And the other thing that fascinates me about it from like a media standpoint is the way that like 
I mean, like, we joked a couple of times about the Rangers being on steroids, but, like, this is, I, I find it funny that pe- lots of people seem to have innately similar impressions of different teams before they even read the wiki, mm-hmm. which I find fascinating because... The, the narratives are well constructed. It, it is, yeah. it is, it is a, it is engaging. It mm-hmm. is. I, I think one of the things that like, and, but makes, also subtly because yeah. it, like I couldn't really point to a moment in commentary necessarily of like where I get this impression about a specific team. Mm-hmm. It's just like an overall impression. I think part of it is it's like we have certain associations with colors and team mm-hmm. names and things like that. Whether the creator intended, whether the creator intended that to be the persona or not initially, but those associations carry over, probably contextualized by other similar sporting events people watch. Mm-hmm. Plus, like the cues and the personalities given in the commentary, like combined and like people, because like I don't, know, I remember like the first time, like I think it was Mav, you mentioned, like oh yeah, the orangers on steroids, and I was like, yep. That seems right. <laughs> Orange out. juicing. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> Easy association. Yes. <laughs> I think I started the rumor. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. It's just we, we've resolved nothing. Oh, obviously. well, can I just say one thing? Uh, like, I, yes, I we love, have. I think what makes it interesting to me is just like the silliness of it of, you know, on the surface, the silliness of it juxtaposed with the seriousness with which Greg Woods yep. takes it and the precision of the results of their it's just like that just like you have no idea how mad i get if i lose by a thousandth of a second yeah (laughs) they are so like they take it so seriously like all their statistics and measuring the results and even like controlling variables like when they have different Mm -hmm. heats for different teams i noticed that they like rearrange the marbles like an opposite like they have two teams and they'll rearrange the marbles in opposite positions to make it more fair so like i respect them i give them like mad props for that It's like I don't have the kind of I don't have the patience necessary to run Marble League. No, I'm right. glad that they do. No, I mean, does no. anyone besides the people? Can I can I just say my favorite thing about Marble League is sure. uh, 2016 second event, I believe the Falls of Chaos did so per- poorly they had negative three points. Wow! Wow! Hmm. Uh, I, was gonna say, I believe that they like changed the scoring, but they got disqualified <laughs> from the event. <laughs> and so they wow. and so they lost three points but they didn't have three points to lose so they were in the negatives um i don't right, well, Lily, i know what i'm doing after we record the show yeah i'm gonna watch that <laughs> um, uh, well, so anyway we've resolved hey, what we're again. all doing tonight yeah yep. we, yeah that's what we resolved we resolved nothing yeah, we, we resolved, resolved that, we're that everyone if you haven't already seen marble league you should go yeah. and watch it yes, and if you yes. don't like it you have no soul i'm sorry i'm well, i'm 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 sorry for what that says about your your inner life i, I think steph had a had a good way of putting it. it it's it works because of the confluence of so many factors it is mm-hmm. it is a phenomenally well-produced piece of of art you know as a like the storylines are there which it's got just enough competition it's just cute enough there's a science aspect and you know and they exist in a world where they have no other sports to compete with it is such the perfect but i think i'll keep watching i don't think i'm just going to give up when when no. there are when there are humans i mean i was subscribed again. on youtube which means yeah. i've committed so which by the yeah, way me too if 55 percent of yeah. people are not subscribed by the way yeah, yeah did I, you know that i heard Greg that statistic i am astonished and and upset and other words I can't think of right now because I don't have a brain on a Tuesday evening, apparently. 
Speaking of which, you should subscribe to our YouTube channel too, which you can mm. follow on the show notes and you could like and subscribe to our videos because we, you know, they have far more subscribers than we do. And we actually, yeah, uh, I mean, they're right. We actually have, you can, you can tell that most of your viewers are not actually subscribing. So we, we definitely need people too, because that actually will help us a lot too. Like and subscribe to, well, to Marble League, but also more importantly to our channel. <laughs> or, or just I mean, you can do both. There is no limit on how many channels you can subscribe to, or at least not one that I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. So if, if I had, if I were a science teacher, I would use Marble League to teach. Yes. It actually makes me think of my physics teacher all the time because my physics teacher, Mr. Gibbs, you ever hear this, Mr. Gibbs, we're a rock solid human, uh, but he would teach physics with playing with toys. So he had collections of like weird toys. It's like every time he would explain a principle in physics, he would be like, and here is the toy that demonstrates this physics principle. We also got like to do assignments where we were supposed to like, you know, for example, like chart the trajectory of a, you know, nerf dart. And if we could hit him in the forehead, we'd get an A. <laughs> Stephanie does I can teach actually physics say that I've shot toys. my physics yeah. professor. Yeah, yeah Stephanie does teach physics with toys, but I don't. I have actually thought about integrating it somehow with what we're doing with our, our um, science tutor. Well, Stephanie, what are, it would be awesome. Yes. Stephanie, what are you doing? I'm so, I was so enthusiastic about Marble League. I shared it with my whole, my research group. I'm trying to give you a plug. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. So Stephanie, what are you doing? If people wanted to find oh, out about yeah, how go, you might be integrating oh, Marble shoot. League. Um, yeah. Um, we have a tutor called the ISP tutor. If you go to isptutor.org, um, you should be able to find us. Um, we're in the process of finishing up our project and integrating all the different lessons we have into one great tutor that uh, and, personalizes instruction for and students. And what does it do and what does that do with Mar- Marble League? Um, so it... Um, Supports, yeah, um, we're playing, sorry. Um, it helps, basically helps students through different stages of science inquiry. Like if students, for say students um, don't have never done like a science project and need kind of like support and help and tips for what to do in the different uh, steps, it, it shows them what to do. And you can, you can watch like a, a student go through the steps and explain what they're thinking. Or you could do it yourself and get feedback as you're going through the processes. But like physics problems and stuff. Um, yeah, well, um, not, yeah, uh, different science areas. Physics is one. Yeah, um, biology, um, plants, plant reproduction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, so many general. So marble league, marble league adjacent. Yeah, we do have we do have balls rolling down ramps as one of our domains. So it like fits right into that. That's, that's <laughs> what I was trying to get you. To talk oh, to, talk okay, all right. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, there's so much going on that. Yeah, that's just one aspect. Palindrome Hannah, where can people find you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Hannah Lee Rogers, though, like, I don't do much. I haven't even tweeted about Marble League, which seems wrong somehow, honestly. <laughs> what can I say? I mean, some, some things we just don't want to sully with the trash fire that is Twitter. Hmm. Katya, what about you? For huge, you can find me on Instagram at just that nerd kid if you would like sewing and mainly sewing content. I occasionally repost political things, and sometimes if you're very lucky, a cute animal picture. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, all of the places. Always at Chris Maverick. Though Facebook's been my Facebook's been crazy lately. <laughs> you can follow me on my blog at www.chrismaverick.com where. As you know, I'm not blogging as much lately. I need to get back to that, but it's just it's it's been a very busy time right now. You can follow the show on Twitter or Instagram 
or um, or Facebook at Vox Popcast or follow the show's blog at www.voxpopcast.com where we talk about whatever we're going to be talking about next week. And you can post comments that we will respond to on the show like we did today. You can also give us suggestions of what we should be talking about on future shows. We always appreciate that. As I stated earlier, we really appreciate it if you subscribe to our YouTube channel. That really helps us out. Go and like and subscribe to some videos. Those are fun because a lot of times you know, not only is it the, is it the podcast, but we'll have visual aids talking about whatever we're talking about when, as you listen. And in the meantime, subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever the hell else you get podcasts from. And do us a favor and leave us a review, especially on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. If you leave us not just a five star rating, but also write a little something, something that talks about why you enjoy the show that gooses the algorithm, moves us up the charts. And helps other people find the show when we would really appreciate it. I would like to thank Maximilian of Thought for Music for epic theme song building ever so more epically and playing us out. I'd like to thank Stephanie once again for joining us. I'd like to thank you at home for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Marbles? Huevos?